All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of September. The big event to watch today will be the outcome of the Federal Open Market Committee in the US. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell and his colleagues are widely expected to keep policy rates unchanged. And what's more, they're expected to indicate that rates will remain at these elevated levels for quite some time to come. That's because inflation has still not cooled to the level that they're comfortable with. At this time, oil prices are giving policymakers an additional headache. Brent crude briefly topped $95 to the barrel before cooling slightly to just above $94. Prices have climbed since major oil-producing nations kept production curbs in place for longer than anticipated. And that supply-side pressure on prices of crude oil are expected to complicate monetary policy planning for the Fed. Markets are seeing caution ahead of that rate decision, and overnight U.S. stocks fell marginally. But more importantly, the yield on the 10-year Treasury benchmark climbed to the highest level since 2007. In the other top news, tensions between India and China have hit boiling point. This after Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said on Monday that security agencies have been actively pursuing credible allegations of a potential link between agents of the government of India and the killing of a Canada citizen, Hardeep Singh Nijar. Nijar, by the way, was the chief of the banned Khalistan Tiger Force and one of India's most wanted terrorists. After Trudeau's remarks in Parliament, Canadian Foreign Minister Melanie Jolie has confirmed that she has ordered the expulsion of a senior Indian diplomat. Meanwhile, reacting sharply to the allegations and Jolie's remarks, India yesterday rejected Trudeau's claims, calling them absurd and motivated. The Ministry of External Affairs has also asked a Canadian diplomat to leave the country within the next five days. News from the banking space. India's largest private bank, HDFC Bank, is likely to see bad loans worsen marginally after the merger with Housing Development Finance Corporation. Gross non-performing asset ratio is likely to increase to 1.4% as of the 1st of July, compared with 1.2% at the end of June, according to Srinivasan Vidyanathan, who is the chief financial officer of the bank. He was speaking to sell-side analysts on Monday. Uh, In a presentation, the bank also noted that the net non-performing asset ratio will rise to 0.4% from 0.3% at the end of the first quarter. Also, going ahead, the bank will likely see a compression in net interest margins owing to the liquidity surplus from the mortgage financier. As of the 30th of June, HDFC Bank reported a NIM of 4.3% and that is likely to fall to 39 to 4% post the merger. Meanwhile, the Reserve Bank of India has greenlit the reappointment of Shashidhar Jagdishan as the Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer of HDFC Bank. That approval is for a period of three years and will be effective from the 27th of October this year to October 26, 2026. In the telecom space, the regulator, Telecom Regulatory Authority of India, has recommended a cut in the entry fee for mobile and other telecom service licenses and favoured merging of bank guarantees in a bid to facilitate entry of new players and to promote ease of doing business for existing ones. 
That's a report by the PTI, and you'll find more details on that on the website bqprime.com. Now, turning to Asian markets this morning, the three early rises have started marginally lower, and that's likely to be the trend for the rest of the Asian markets too. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. The Fed decision seemingly weighing on global markets. What else is having a bearing on Indian markets today? Good morning, Alex. Well, um, the Fed is the big thing on the anvil. The only thing is if the Fed essentially doesn't do too much and does a pause and signals maybe some bit of a reaction coming November, then that's something that is almost in the price. But Asian stocks are skittish for the third day on a trot. And this India... Canada development, does it have a material impact? Uh, I don't know. It seems uh, an imponderable right now. Most people will essentially be able to give a guess on whether that has a big bearing or no. But let's wait and watch. Oil prices have eased marginally after hitting the $95 a barrel. So I think to my mind, the Fed and oil remain the bigger draws. Uh, But let's wait and watch. Small caps do look overextended. Large caps too look a bit corrective, if you will, based on the positions and the content indicators. So don't be surprised if an HDFC bank and Bank Nifty led down tick today uh, is is in the offing. But maybe ahead of the Fed, people would be a bit cautious of what happens there. Commodity stocks did correct on Monday, and that may well continue because we've seen commodities pull back quite a bit. Goldman has cut aluminum price estimates on weak ex-China demand. The Rio Tinto CEO says Chinese steel demand is close to peaking as well. BlackRock has downgraded China's stocks on growth concerns and the Chinese economy. So, you know, lots happening there. The only commodity which is doing really well is oil and upstream stocks look poised for more gains today. Now, what are the stocks that have to be monitored in the session today? I think HDFC Bank right up there. Now, they did this analyst meet and they came out with fair disclosures, fair degree of disclosures, which you could argue are not necessarily constructive in the very short term uh, from a stock perspective. So, for example, I'll just read out the Morgan Stanley note and that tells you a thing or two. They have a buy, the target price is unchanged. They're saying it's unchanged because they have rolled forward their estimates and the higher valuation at subsidiaries, but they are lowering their book value per share and earnings estimates. They're saying that the one-time net worth and the PNL adjustments are one reason why this is happening, because HDFC is restated from India's to Indian Gap accounting. So that has an impact. They believe that the NIMS would be lower given the ICRR and the excess liquidity drag, as well as elevated competitive intensity, as mentioned by the bank in the analyst meet. So HDFC Bank certainly looks poised for some corrective move, I would reckon. I may be wrong, but I don't think so. Actually, since we've moved on to brokerages, let me do that first and then bring up some other stocks in news. So uh, the the really interesting one to my mind is this Jeffrey's note on JSW Energy. They have a buy. The target price has been raised. They believe that there are three triggers expected to play out for the company over the next 12 to 24 months, including Visibility improving on renewable energy, moving to 81% of capacity. 700 megawatts of merchant capacity commissioning in peak power deficit times, which could help the company on the earnings front. And progress on green hydrogen plants and energy storage battery units. So watch out for this one. Then some stocks in news include Tata Motors, which is increasing prices of commercial vehicles by up to 3% with effect from October 1st. So watch out for that. 
Watch out for Blue Star, the QIP to raise 1000 crores open and the floor price at 784, successful completion I would reckon. Let's see how the stock reacts. Prakash Industries could react positively. They received the environmental clearance for its Chhattisgarh commercial coal mine and that could be considered positive. I don't know if Biocon has a reaction because of the appointment of a new CEO, but that stock too uh, could be in focus. So uh, that is to be watched out for, for sure. Yeah, but I think HDFC Bank is the main one. And, you know, just some imponderable over what happens to large investments from Canadian pension funds into India. And do those come for a bit of a browbeat in sentiment, if not actual selling from those funds? That's to be kept in mind. Oh, we'll, we'll try and discuss that during the course of the day. Thanks so much for, for listening to me on this. And Alex, with this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 